Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You. Today, I have a very, very accomplished lady with me, Aarti Chaudhary. Aarti, welcome to the show. Hi, Ashutosh. Thank you. Aarti is from St. Stephen's College. Uh, she's got 25 experience. She has experience in various industries. She's been a leadership development consultant since March 2000, and she's a diversity and inclusion specialist. Aarti, tell me a little bit about your early work and some of your learnings. Yeah, so my early work was largely with Aisha. I worked with Aisha for nine years, mm -hmm. and I started with Aisha Consulting Services, which was when we started ECS. And I worked with ECS for five years, uh, both in the uh, office in Delhi. I set up the offices in Bangalore and Bombay. And then I thought it was time to have some more line experience rather than just all consulting. So I moved to the plant in Aisha. Mm -hmm. uh, this was at Parvani. And uh, then in 2000, I left Aisha to start my own thing. Okay. So, you know, I noticed you spent a lot of time in diversity and inclusion. Uh, before I get into more details, tell me why is it that diversity and inclusion have become so relevant in India today? Hmm. So, uh, so I think I'll, I'll just talk about how I got into diversity and inclusion and then the relevance will flow. Okay. okay. Uh, so I, I fell into it, honestly speaking. It wasn't by design. It was something that is of interest to me. And when I was doing leadership development work with clients, the ask started coming from there. Mm -hmm. So early on in the early 2000s, 2003, 2004, is when Coca-Cola for the first time spoke to me about doing some work around diversity. And mm -hmm. honestly, that was because of a mandate from their corporate office. Right? So that's how the first conversation started. And uh, I think increasingly why it has become more relevant is also because the workplaces have become more diverse, even in India. When I look back, when I started working in late early 90s, workplaces were pretty homogeneous, not just in terms of gender, but in terms of like North Indians worked in North India, South Indians worked in South India, West India. So relatively little movement across geography. Also... I was in an automobile company, so largely engineers. So you know, even in terms of diversity of uh, you know backgrounds was limited. Correct. But over a period of time, that has changed. Hmm. There are there is greater diversity at the workplace, both in terms of culture, education, age diversity has gone up. When I started out, you know, it was very specific people in a specific level would be a certain age group, but that's hmm. changed completely now. So hence the focus on diversity and inclusion because for workplaces to be more effective, they need to leverage this diversity. Correct. So, you know, diversity at its very basic is gender balance. Hmm. And, you know, while in the Western world, gender balance has been spoken about for a long time, in our country, gender balance is now in the last few years becoming much more relevant. Every, every company is talking of gender balance. Government has said that boards should have a certain number of uh, women in, on, on boards. What are your thoughts on it and what can be done to expedite this or, you know, enhance this in our country? I think the answer really lies in why we didn't have it earlier and, you know, what is making it uh, healthier now. The answer is really in, in our social construct. So it's a chicken and egg story. So, yeah. you know, in the 70s and the 80s, you had fewer women at the workplace because yeah. we didn't have that social structure to support dual-income uh, families. 
and at the same time if an organization even wanted to let's say it was open to not even wanted to was open to there was the talent pool so if you look at the engineering colleges of the 70s or the 60s how many girls were there mm. right how many women are passing out or even mba institutes or any higher education both the availability of the talent pool and the social construct i think led to the fact that there weren't too many women in roles that are typically associated with mm. corporate Mm. uh were not there and but we had a large number of women in education in healthcare because as a society those were seen as more amenable to you know women managing the home and mm. the you know workplace mm. uh, but i think our generation i would say my generation of people something shifted because mm. our our mothers were educated so not only were girls in my generation educated they were also taking the next step to start working and so there was a lot more confidence in working and a lot more support the nuclear family stepped in house health became a more acceptable norm and one thing led to another with more uh, women at the workplace encouraged more women to come and join the workplace so you know like for example when i moved to the plant in aishar we were six women in the entire plant across mm. all levels mm. but today uh, that scenario is very different so when i was when i moved there we had this company provided accommodation called the chamari you know the bachelor house it was always called the bachelor house because girls were not expected to be there and i was staying there with six guys mm. um, and it was because the company said we have only one house you can stay there and mm. i can imagine how many parents would be comfortable with that yeah. you know yeah. but you know once i did it then one more girl came in because her family felt more comfortable okay she will be sharing the room with another girl so all of that became very encouraging and mm-hmm. things have changed quite a bit since then yet you know arti i've been speaking to many women on my show over the last year or so and one of the big challenges that a lot of women have said they all face is you know women get married start a family and then reentering the workforce if i can use that term is a very big challenge have you faced something like this when you talk of inclusion so uh, yeah so the thing is like what you just said women get married start a family and then reenter men get married start a family but they don't reenter on i agree It's <laughs> because there is no exit and there is no end, right? So yes, those are challenges because, uh, like I said earlier, the social structures haven't changed that much. Mm-hmm. They have to to quite an extent, but not enough. So what has happened is we women also, in a large part, have continued to take on the responsibility of family, mm-hmm. and many of us by choice. many of us would rather have chosen to uh, bring in that Correct. however the opportunities when coming back so let's say i could have taken a break for family i could have taken a break for education aging parent yeah. uh, wanted to pursue something yeah. you know a person can take a break for any number of reasons mm-hmm. family being one of the largest number of uh, you know people taking a break for any time when there's a break for a person to reenter i think today corporate india is still not Uh, very equipped to deal with that, and I'm saying it both from the employee perspective and the employer perspective. So, as an employee, if I'm taking a four-year break and wanting to come back now to be with 
people who were my juniors and now coming back at the same level i also need to rethink rejig reskill myself because my skills are outdated and whatever so so my expectations need to be sorted similarly i think a big aspect of reentry is the age diversity as for when i do diversity and inclusion work most companies are not even willing to acknowledge that there are barriers to age diversity so if at let's say 33 or 34 you want to come back after a five year gap and work with a team with where the average age is 26 the employer will be hesitant to say are they are all they're all youngsters you know age wise won't fit in mm-hmm. so we want somebody up to 27 to 30 max so and i also as somebody coming back to fit in so one of the big challenges is how we treat age correct and skills uh, the upskilling today uh, in the last 4 5 years and thanks to the lockdown that uh, one positive thing that has come about is people taking charge of upskilling themselves mm-hmm. they, which was earlier left to the organization mm-hmm. to provide those opportunities true so if i want to come back i need to you know make myself relevant again hmm. and but you know uh, you, you it's very interesting you spoke about lo- lockdown and upskilling i was going to ask you a similar question and that was that lockdown has for the first time seriously introduced work from home do you think this will change the options for a lot of women and men Mm-hmm. and everyone and men of and course actually you know uh, why i am saying that is one of the biggest challenges with this work from home was earlier a uh, lot of companies had policies but very few could actually leverage those policies because you know while the policy is there for the organization my manager is not so happy with me opting for work from home or my colleagues take gigs at me mm-hmm. you know because it is seen as a holiday or leave rather than work from home I think what has changed with this is people have realized that work from home happens. You mm-hmm. can be productive. Mm-hmm. We have created uh, better performance management uh, processes, mm-hmm. so better target setting, better goal setting, uh, better uh, articulation of deliverables. That has enabled people to work remotely, and with both men and women and everyone uh, working from home. the sensitivity towards each other has come so i see that tomorrow even when if ever we go back to the earlier days uh, of everybody working out of an office then somebody is opting for a work from home i think the the sensitivity towards that will be much higher also more men will be comfortable to ask for it or uh, take advantage of it thus me encouraging more women to feel less guilty about it okay you know so it's it, it's like when a, when men are also doing it then it doesn't become a woman thing so that encourages women to you know continue to do that because when it becomes a privilege only for women or something that only women are using then there is there are more barriers to it mm. right so now not only will there be greater appreciation and sensitivity but i think more people uh taking these options will encourage others to not hesitate to do it because earlier i know a lot of women who would you know not take it because of the subtle pushback 
that they would receive and you know the kind of comments or or not being included because meetings would happen without them people would make comments are wo to aaj work from home kar rahi hai but now i see that both men and women taking those options and that's making it easier for everyone well, that's a very very interesting perspective thank you so one more question on diversity and inclusion and then i move to some question on coaching this is the age of millennials and now the gen z's how are they changing the whole concept of diversity and inclusion i mean i find them such yeah. a different and of you know a, a breath of fresh air in in the world absolutely absolutely and it's 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 really wonderful to see that how the the youth is far more inclusive far more encompassing and i think a lot has to do with the way the environment is look at our films mm. look at our literature look at our music yeah. uh, you know so they are exposed to a lot more diversity so they are more accepting of it they are not growing up in homogeneous environments mm. and that is transforming the workplace as well so uh, for example lgbtqi you know so uh, so the young are more accepting of it are more cool with it there are more women at the workplace mm. uh, there are more people articulating their ask sure. at the workplace and um, the vocabulary has changed it is becoming more agnostic mm. to gender so that is that is wonderful but the other side of it is the whole thing around sexual harassment mm. okay so for example uh, when i was growing up and i was working there was no concept of sexual harassment at workplace this is fairly recent 1992 yeah. the first time people heard about it and then uh, 97 the vishaka guidelines and as late as 2013 we have a law around it but what is and what is not sexual harassment that has changed there is there is a very uh, marked change in the way people perceive what is sexual harassment how they say no but at the same time there's a lot more assertiveness about sexuality leading to very different forms of sexual harassment so uh, what's okay for some of the young people let's say in terms of language or in terms of asking somebody out the date culture which does not did not exist in my generation now those those uh, nuances are impacting the workplace in terms of diversity because again different cultures play out at the same workplace and uh, so we are all learning as we go but it's it's lovely to see uh, the how the millennials are embracing uh, diversity correct and they're changing the world that is changing cool. the world yes absolutely so arti let's move to a few questions on coaching you know sure. you're, you're a coach and you know you coach several people my first question is who should look for a coach all of us mm mm-hmm. see um i would say if you're any one of us who's looking at a improving oneself mm-hmm. coaching is a methodology that can work mm-hmm. um anybody who's facing any dilemmas or any challenges around decision making mm-hmm. uh coaching can work mm-hmm. anybody who's doing phenomenally well and is you know on on a really uh, amazing trajectory a coach can help staying the path so it really depends on what you're looking for from coaching but depending on what is your need mm-hmm. i think a coaching is just a methodology uh, which enables self development so if all of us can do with some self development i agree with you and uh, how do i select a good coach 
like you would select a doctor. Mm-hmm. Ask um, one, is it? So one is not only ask. I think uh, coaching is also a lot to do with chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot to do with trust mm-hmm. and uh, and the relationship that you share. So somebody could be really wonderful, and you know, but we just don't give off the right vibes to each other. Mm-hmm. So I would say that a be very clear on why you are looking for a coach what is it you want from that coaching relationship and hence the first thing would be does this person have the right experience or is this the right person from a skill perspective secondly would be very very important is how do i vibe with that person is there trust in this relationship so th- those are the two things that i would look for and yes referrals is a very important aspect because you will know Uh, because they will know you they will know who you vibe with you know so and and if they've used somebody in the past but uh, yeah largely it depends on why you're looking for coaching and if you get along with that person if you're going to be hating that conversation you may as well not have that person as your coach I agree and you know i've met a lot of people who are coaches and a lot of people who are being coached and question that often comes up from the person from the coachee is how do i evaluate my coach what are your thoughts i will go back to why do you have a coach what is it that you are looking for from that relationship if this relationship is enabling you to move in that direction right. then it's working mm-hmm. uh, it's not and again i will go back to like you said there are a lot of people who are coaching today there are a lot of people who are you know utilizing these relationships i would again say that you know it's it's really about what you want and if it's taking you in that direction and if it's not taking you in that direction it's not about you it's not about the coach it's probably just not what was meant for you correct but the clarity on what you want from the relationship can really really help you evaluate whether it's enabling you or not so having that initial dialogue even with the coach to understand what will be the outcomes of uh, you know our engagement is very important so at the time for a few more questions for you personally you know over the years uh, you know you worked with companies you've been on your own have have there been any people who've had a strong influence on your life and if yes give me two examples of what you have learned from them lots of people i mean but uh, i would say instead of a, of people i would really say the the time that i was growing up so to mm-hmm. so the 90s when our country was transforming correct you know i think that has had a huge huge impact both on me personally and professionally because that was an inflection point in our country's culture opportunities so so for example you know that was the time my parents both come from public sector backgrounds my mother a principal in a government school my father working with sbi so you can imagine mm-hmm. growing up in 80s huge pressure bank po exam do types mm-hmm. right so but the 90s when the economy was opening up it it actually opened my mind to the various possibilities i did a whole lot of interesting things before i zeroed in on aishar and i ended up staying there 9 years So I was an air hostess. I worked with a graphic designer. I worked with Sahitya Kalaparishit. I did a whole lot of interesting, and it's that time which offered me that opportunity. Correct. And 
and then you know the the whole corporate the private sector was booming at that point of time so the kind of learning opportunities interacting with various people uh being able to live in different cities on my own that was the early days when people you know lived on their own so it's that whole time of the 90s which impacted me in many many ways and of course i worked with wonderful people who gave me phenomenal opportunities so that was definitely that but i think all of us who was who started yeah. working in the 90s had it going very well and what would be three words that describe arti i think uh, one is joyful and and i uh, that that i think is the core the other two would really be experimental i'm willing to try a whole lot of things and uh, the third would be bindas okay very nice very nice words so my next question to you is that if you were a role model to millions of children who closely followed you and your life choices what would be the one thing you would change in yourself i think the one thing uh, i would want to change if i was to be in wanting to inspire young people mm-hmm. or look back at my own life is to be more focused mm-hmm. i i my choices were really about uh, the fork in the road that i came across and i half the time i just but i say be more focused have more clarity on where you are going so that you can make more informed choices interesting so So I have time for two more questions for you. One question is that uh, if you could gain one ability or quality you admire in someone else, what would that be? I think it would be communicating with more impact. Mm-hmm. I really admire people who are able to inspire people with the power of their communication, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to be in that situation where I think, oh, I should have said that. And my last question, you are, with such an amazing career you've had so far and i'm sure great stuff waits for you ahead what would be the advice you would give to a young individual who is starting off their life today i would say have fun okay there are paths for everyone there is a great life ahead for everyone irrespective of the choices that you make have fun as you go along whatever choices you make there is there is something great waiting for all of us so don't forget to have fun as you go about doing terrific arti thank you very much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you thank you thank you ashutosh thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you